What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. It's been forever since we have gotten back together and done this thing. So I'm excited to do the show. Had all kinds of crazy life stuff happening. But we're back, hopefully bigger and better than ever. Uh, We're going to talk about The Walking Dead. We're going to talk Disney+, Plus, which apparently everyone has signed up for with 10 million people subscribing on opening day. It's kind of crazy. Uh, That would be a big blockbuster, another Disney-sized blockbuster opening if it was a movie. And we're going to talk about a few big things that have happened, sprung up in Hollywood over these last couple of days. So, joining me, as always, little brother Jace, how are you? I'm good. Chief, what's going on with you? Oh, man, everything is everything. I'm just trying to make it through, you know. Every day is a holiday. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, that holiday is one that uh, my job doesn't work, recognize, and I got to work. So, yeah. What are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? Jay King, what's shaking with you? Man, I'm cooling, man. Hey, piggyback on Chief's statement. Every day is the holidays right now as we get ready for them, anticipating, you know, kids' gifts and turkeys and beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lambs, yams, you name it. We got it. At least we'll have it come the 28th of November. Sweet. I will be over on the 29th of November. (laughs) (laughs) On my Black Friday uh, break. Like, hey, what's up? Heard you got some leftovers over here. So let's let's talk about Disney+. Plus. This is potentially the Netflix killer for a lot of people. It is pretty much everything Disney, all the Fox stuff, and Pixar, so much more. I got it on opening day, like so many other people, and was just scrolling through, like, oh my gosh, they've got so much stuff. And I know we've talked about it, and we broke down kind of what it had, but man, actually scrolling through and seeing all the stuff in that Netflix format, it was pretty impressive. I mean, you could just spend months catching up on shows like, you know, just if you were in the Star Wars corner, you could watch all of Clone Wars all of uh rebels they have the new show resistance they've got a bunch of the lego star wars shows specials everything in between they've got all the movies and it's just like wow there's so much and then if you swing over to the marvel corner there's even more we've got all the old school cartoons like spider-man from the 70s Spider-Woman from the 70s, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, and every other version of the Spider-Man cartoon series you could possibly ask for. It's got Iron Man shows, Fantastic Fours, X-Men, like all three or four versions of that. There's so much stuff. And I'm just like, wow, what am I going to watch first? And then they've got all the Disney classic cartoons, DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, etc., and then they've got this Mickey Mouse through the ages thing where you can watch all of the original things like Steamboat Willie all the way to the more current movies. And I kind I'm curious what you guys think about this, but unlike some other you know, other networks and other kind of presentations of stuff, Disney didn't just decide to scrub their offensive material from back in the day. They instead put up put up a disclaimer saying Basically, hey, this stuff was around before y'all became too PC. And some stuff is a little racist, and some stuff is really racist. 
and we're just not changing it. We're just hey, we're giving you a heads up. You may be offended by some of this stuff, but this is how it was. We're not editing it out. I'm curious, what do you guys think about that? I love it. Hey, give us Song of the South. Give us the incredibly entertaining then, but incredibly offensive now. We are Siamese, if you please. Da do do do. Give it to us. We're big. We 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 can handle it. We can take it. I, I mean, kind of feel like that's the way to go. I mean, it's like let's not act like it didn't happen. It did. Yeah, it <laughs> hey, hey, listen. This is gonna be offensive. Looking at it through the 2009 prism. Mm-hmm. 2019 I mean, prism. Yeah, 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 exactly, Jeff. You can't ignore what your past is. I mean, that led us to get to the uber PC sensitive culture that we have today, because this was the standard of entertainment at a time before. Things changed. The public consensus changed. Uh, the public consensus changed. Oh, consensus. I'm sorry. It, it changed, and that's what will happen. It has to happen. You know, the world changes every ten years or so, and this is something that you know folks of our generation remember. But it was a different time then. It was acceptable, and only to a degree. Not. I'm not going to say totally acceptable, but we we knew what it was. But this is what entertainment was then, also. So for a new generation to see these things, it it helps to shed some light on also why things are offensive or why this is offensive. And, you know, maybe it opens up some dialogue and maybe there's a lessons learned here for Disney and, 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 and the public as well, the viewing public as well. But overall, I say you don't ignore your past. You, you, you say, hey, look, this was a different time and this was entertainment then and we've changed and help us, you know, continue to be the catalyst of change. So yeah, embrace it. My only thing is um, this talk about The Simpsons and the way they've edited. I've heard something about that, the way they've edited The Simpsons, the old episodes, where they cut oh, out the visual gags. What's that about? What do you mean? I haven't heard that. Um, I read something about the uh, box format, the like letterbox format that they're showing The Simpsons in is cutting away a lot of the visual gags, the uh, whole shots, the whole scenes from episodes of The Simpsons, and that's affecting... The, the the viewers experience obviously you know because if I'm trying to think of some so like, the ratio um, isn't right right the ratio isn't right uh, so like if you're watching the episode where Homer says I'm a I'm a white male ages 18 through 49 everything I think matters <laughs> and they show nuts and gum sitting on a refrigerator together at last you know if, if you miss that then you, you kind of lost the joke right you know so I yeah. think that's the issue right there gotcha. That's interesting. I hadn't heard. I know they had a lot of initial launch date issues where people kept crashing on folks. I didn't have that problem, but of course I started watching it at like midnight, so it was not a concern for me because I guess half the people were getting ready for work the next day, like they should on a Wednesday. Unlike me, who's just decided I'll start watching it super late. Um, the big news. I mean, I guess the big thing for a lot of people outside of this crazy archival. You know, you can just get lost in that universe for months. Is was the debut of the Mandalorian. This is the first original. I guess this is probably the showcase, the the the, the main selling point for people who want original content right now on Disney Plus. We know there's a slew of Marvel stuff coming, but right now it's just the Mandalorian in terms of like the Star Wars Marvel target audience and they had the first episode and to me it was really 
a Star Wars set in a Rogue One kind of universe where it was it had that kind of grimy old school Star Wars slash New Hope visual. Just been there for a long time and it's just kinda it is what it is. There's dust and dirt and there's a sense of anything could happen because there's no connection to the Skywalkers. Um everything's fair game. Characters can get killed in a moment's notice and it's just opening up this whole new realm of the Star Wars universe. So to me this is definitely in the Rogue One solo camp of the Disney version of Star Wars where like I feel like there's the great divide of hey Rogue One was an awesome movie Solo was really good for what it was and then we've got the sequel trilogies that are trying to piggyback on the success of the original trilogy Chief you watched The Mandalorian without going into spoilers for Jason Javon what did you think about it? Oh, it was pretty good the first episode was pretty good um, it was well shot uh it was a good episode. Um, and I think my only problem with The Mandalorian is still going to be my problem that I have with um, this thing Netflix started which is the piecing out of shows one at a time. And so I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I was like, yeah, they're going to... I said, you know, if I want to binge watch a show, I said, I should be able to. And he he said, well, you can't binge watch a show on TV. And I said, well, in a sense, I don't pay for TV shows. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if I'm giving my money to watch this product, that you know what I mean, to watch something or to a service, why are you now going to treat me like a TV show? Like I'm paying for this. I'm paying for this content. So why are you making me wait? I should be able to watch the content all at once. I think I what like. they're doing is kind of like the DC Universe model where they don't want somebody to come in and binge everything and then cancel it within seven days or a month. So for everybody that's signing up right now, you can get a seven-day free trial of the service. You just have to remember on the seventh, on the eighth day, I guess, to cancel it if you don't want to keep it. So for them, it's more of a, you're not going to watch all the episodes of the Mandalorian in seven days and then be like, I'm done. There's nothing else new for me. And because they don't have a lot of, they don't have this huge rollout of Marvel and Star Wars, and you know, Pixar, Disney shows for people to watch. It's kind of better in that sense because, I mean, if you were to watch all the Mandalorian, would you be watching a bunch of Disney Plus next month? Well, well, just the thing. Here's my second. Here's my second um, argument. Okay. Now Disney's been talking about this for over a year, right? Yeah, basically. Yep. Why the hell didn't they come out with more content? So if you're saying that if Disney said, "Hey, we want you to pay to see our shows." When they dropped, there should have been, this is how Disney should have done it. There should have been a new Luke Cage or a new Daredevil or a new, whatchamacallit, out. Right? The Mandalorian oh. should have been out. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been upset if they had a Marvel show and a and a Star Wars show well, coming well, out around the same time. But they yeah. should, 
when they when they got this, they should have got several different platforms that you could watch from and pick from. You know what I mean? Because what happens then is this. If they're dropping content like that, and you're saying, oh, shoot, man, these guys are they're not going to cancel your subscription because you can't wait to see what next month brings. You, you understand what I'm saying? You've had over, you've you you've been advertising this thing for over a year coming to us, and to and I was and this is what I was disappointed in the fact I like the Mandalorian. Don't get me wrong, it was a great episode. I can't wait for the rest of the season to begin. Mm-hmm. But then I struggle looking for other content, original content. Hell, I can go to my Amazon Prime and watch most of the Marvel movies because I've already I've already bought and paid for them. Mm-hmm. So for you to bring them, that's not new to me. That's not great to me. <laughs> I've already bought those. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the kids' shows, hell, that'd be great if I had kids. But I don't have kids. So now we're talking about you brought out a whole platform with basically one new show on it. And I'm saying, hey, you've had time to throw several new things together. The minute you canceled, the minute you took away the Netflix, uh, the Marvel stuff from Netflix, is the time you, you could have been working on them. Well, you know, the and interesting thing is they've still got some of those on there. So they can't um, get rid of... So, like, if you click on to Infinity War, it goes, due to licensing, this title won't be available until June 2020, and the same deal with Ant-Man and the Wasp. So there's some stuff that's still on Netflix that they have a deal that they have to stick by, and so some stuff. And it's kind of weird being able to watch Avengers Endgame and Captain Marvel, but not being able to watch uh, Infinity War. But that's my point. So, like, then you should have based other stuff that you could have, like I said, you canceled the Netflix choice. You made them cancel the shows they put together, the Marvel shows they put together. Mm-hmm. And I was, and, and, and so I'm, I'm just saying that there was, there was what, Jessica Jones, there was the Iron Fist that got good. The second season was really right. good. Punisher um, and Daredevil. Right, Punisher, Daredevil. You could have brought any one of those shows out. You could have brought any one of those shows out. Plus, if you're talking about uh, Disney, there's a whole, I mean, a whole host of movies missing from Disney, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, let's yeah. be honest. This is not this is not all their stuff. There's a whole host of Disney movies missing. So, all I'm saying is, for the seventy bucks, and the same thing with DC. Same thing with DC. Like you say, catch up on Titans. So I caught up on Titans. Then I realized, I said, oh shoot, they piecing these joints out. <laughs> so now I'm caught up, but now I've got to wait like the rest of us. Now we wait until next week or whenever these new episodes drop every Friday. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, we've paid for the service. This isn't TV. I shouldn't have to wait for uh, the. You know, I shouldn't have to wait 14 weeks to watch the whole damn thing if I choose not to. All right. You know so, what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. So, Javon, let me ask you a question. You've got kids. Does the service have more appeal to you being able to, to not have to worry so much about, hey, I need some original content just for me, but having something where 
you can go, hey, girls, watch this classic Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Ooh. Watch all five seasons of that. Exactly. Uh, yes and no. And I say that because really, I, I find that with, with kids today, they, they're a mixed bag. You know, it's like kids in, in any era. Like, we we came up on Merry Melodies, Flintstones, all these things that were before our time, right? And the same thing can be said about today's kid. You know, they, they'll they uh, watch, like, for example, um, what is it, the Nickelodeon shows that were out during the 90s, like Doug and they love, uh, what is it, the Rugrats. They love um, uh, Football Head, Hey Arnold, stuff like that, right? Rescue Rangers and Darkwing Duck and, 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 and Tailspin and all that kind of those shows, maybe they go discovering it on their own. It's a, it's a bonus, but it's not a selling point, right? The true selling point I find is the Marvel points for, for the kids, you know? The, the Marvel movies or the Disney movies that they've known and loved during their lifetime, which is The Incredibles and 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 um, uh, The Incredibles 2 and Frozen and Zootopia and, 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 and the movies that have come out over this last 10, 15, 20 years that are in heavy rotation still, unlike, let's say, something like um, The Rescuers or uh, 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 Bambi, which is kind of passed them, you know, that's that's before their time. And unless you as a parent uh, are showing them these things, they really don't have much of an interest in that. They'll watch it, you know, if it's on, but that's not their go-to. I think the newer content is really the selling point because it's what they're familiar with. Ah, uh, gotcha. That makes sense. So, Jakes, what are you holding out on, man? What's, what's the delay for you? I just uh really trying to find some time to watch it because I think after the podcast is over I will be uh downloading it and trying to figure out how many devices I can put this thing on so I can sit back and watch it. I think I read four. I, I haven't reached what whatever cap is on mine already. Uh put it on my PS4 of course and I assume I need to put it on the PS3 and yeah and the phone of course so while i'm stuck waiting in the line i can tune on to some x-men and jump ahead to the dark phoenix saga which is the best uh interpretation of it outside of the comic books well yes yeah, it's, it's pretty cool well i i, I just want to go back to like what, what you and chief were talking about it's like the reason why they do i mean not just i mean from a business model standpoint like you made the best points like when you got a free trial you don't want them to be able to binge watch the whole thing, especially if, you're, if it's your only new content. But because like DC, I don't the, like the DC universe. I don't look at that five times a day, but because I know Titans comes out on Friday, I'm going to watch Titans on Friday and then I might watch another movie. But if it all came out at the same time, I might like even with Young Justice, like I'd sit there and watch the three episodes and then I wouldn't go to other programs. But because I already have an app on, it's like, well, let me go watch Red Hood just because, you know, I, I mean, it's a great movie. I want to I want to watch it again. And if you don't have even like the Disney Plus, I mean, it's like it's got such a great universe of stuff. It's like so if you can watch the Mandalorian thing, like you said, you can go from there. Like I would go to watching Gargoyles and then like, you know, I'm, I'm done with Gargoyles. I watch an hour. That's like too ridiculous. Then I can go to other continuous programs like 
then I might just want to watch a Pixar movie. And you can just stay in that nice long rabbit hole versus I'm staying here for just for Mandalorian. Once that six episodes up, I might not come back to it until the next new programming is available. Yeah, now the one thing the DC Universe does that I think is pretty good is you have access to all of the, I mean, not all, but you have access to so many comic books too. And if you haven't read them, it's a really nice additional feature that you don't get on the Disney Plus app. Mm-hmm. Um, and their shows are kind of timed, so when one ends, another one's already started, mm-hmm. or the, another one's on the way, like coming out that next week. I don't know if you guys have seen the Harley Quinn trailer for this coming after the end of Titans. Have you guys I, seen I, it? I haven't watched the trailer, but I also like think about it. Like once uh, Doom Patrol was out, T, uh, what was it? Swamp Thing was about to come on, but again they canceled it already back before the first episode. So it was like, oh, this is anticlimactic. Now we gotta stretch. We gotta accelerate what we had planned and move that up a little further. No, they ran all all the episodes of Swamp Thing, and then after it, uh, Titans came up. It was just we knew there wasn't gonna be a second season of it. Oh, okay. I thought I thought I thought it was basically well. Um, so Swamp Thing ended, started kind of when Doom Patrol, or was it uh, Young Justice was about to wrap up theirs? Uh, probably Young Justice. So oh. it had like ten episodes, and then after that, Titans was back up. Now, speaking of, since we kind of transitioned into it, let's talk about Titans and DC Universe. Titans, we don't have to worry. We don't have to do this Netflix thing. We know that DC Universe has renewed Titans for season three. Chief, I want to hear from you since you have been valiantly catching up on this show. What do you think of Titans so far uh, from where you were to where you are now, caught up like Jason? Um, the Titans... Titans is a good show. I mean, um, it's it's. I I like the fact that they don't have censors on them. Like, I, I, you know how like we we watch some of these shows or whatever we watch these video shows, and um, you know they're all you know doggone it. You know, <laughs> I like the fact that there's no censor. They can actually say what people would probably say in real life. Um. So that that's fine with me as far as you know that's concerned on the so the, the and, and and the Titans you know um they've got a good storyline going um plus you got to pay attention because they'll go back in the past to bring you to the future a lot of times mm-hmm. during this season um but uh you know so far so good like I said um it's it's been good enough where. I was like, yo, this that's it. I gotta wait. <laughs> so you know, um and, and and you know, I hear you, Jace, on, on, on the on the content, but I I just think that I just think that when you're paying for a service, you know, I could I can't argue with D C uh universe, free D C universe, they put out the Titans like they do right now. Or such and such. I just think that when you're paying for a service or something like that, I just feel like there should be, and not just comic books. I understand that you guys, well, we can go to comic books and things like that. But I just think there should be more 
content like um for us to go to at times. Like like imagine if Netflix pieced out one show at a time. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's something always dropping new on Netflix. That's mm-hmm. why people don't get rid of Netflix because there's always something going on on Netflix. Um you know, they've got original programming and things like that. But I just I just wish that um if you're paying for a service, I just think that you should they should give you services. I don't think that one show at a time is gonna work. I mean, so right now you you watch the season of Doom Patrol or because they cancel the swamp and then they're canceling shows <laughs> already. So so you you watch a season of something and that's your season. Like that's it. So like yeah, like oh, so how long that always annoys me. So, because you get into a show, you might like a show, and then they've gotten rid of it. And a lot of times they've gotten rid of it without an ending. Like, even if you're, if you're paying for a subscription and, and they're going to cancel the show, at least give you a four-show a four wrap-up <laughs> or something. Like, just, I, I, I don't know. I think that we pay for things nowadays. And we don't get enough in return for our money. Um, and I get it that you know you can read comic books, but I'm not necessarily going to sit in the house and read a comic all day. I don't. I don't like. I just. I don't know. Um, you, you know, I watch a movie or something like that, or shows, but I just. I don't know. So, anyways, yeah. So, you know, like I said, the Titans has been great this so far this season, right? And I've enjoyed the episode. Um, I wish DC in between DC Universe kept me on there because, yeah. you know, like I said, you guys, you reading the comic book, yeah, but what really draws you back? Every Friday you go watch another episode, and then after you finish that episode. You, you may Friday. watch Crisis again, but you wait until next Friday. <laughs> so, in essence, you're spending like seventy bucks a year for you know what fifty two Fridays. I don't know. Is that you know? I, you know? I mean, that's still that's like a dollar per a dollar per week almost. So that's a good investment. Yeah, is it? <laughs> is it? Yeah. You're a nice soul. <laughs> my seven days are up. I'm out of here. <laughs> right. So you got seven days. You got a seven days to wait, uh, and that's well, and, and that's fifty two Fridays. If it's a show you like, well, you so could what, wait. I mean, the, you could wait until well, it's done. Thinking, no, no. Hear me out. So uh, I said fifty two Fridays, but right? Titans generally is not fifty two episodes. So right, I'm but I'm is, saying you could you could wait what thirteen weeks and then week fourteen you can watch it you could binge you could still have yeah, that binge sure. viewing experience. Okay, but what if what if the next show that comes out you're not interested in, Jeff? Then what happens? Then, then, then what happens? You just read comic books for the rest of the the, the season till whatever you like comes back. That's what I'm saying. They need more content. That's my point. So if after the fourteen weeks, then what? You're gonna search for comic books. 
uh, are hey, they man, making like you do, could watch some of their first, old archive movies. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you in terms of they need more content. I just kind of think that they're never going to do like we kind of want in terms of having a constant flow of like new shows, like five new shows at the same time. I just don't think that's how that model is going to work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it may not, Jeff. I just, just that's just how I feel about it. They should just, it needs to be more. I will say that Disney has me excited with theirs because of so much Marvel stuff they've announced is coming around the corner. I mean, we got Captain, or Captain, we got the Falcon and Winter Soldier, got Vision, WandaVision. They're eventually going to have a She-Hulk Moon Knight show on there too. I mean, there's so much stuff mm-hmm. they have lined up that I can't wait. What if? The what if is what I'm waiting for. Oh yeah, what I if? Love what if? Yeah, me too, man. That that was a great series. So I'm really curious to see what they do with that, uh, taking a spin on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, so it's, it's good stuff. I think it's gonna be one of those deals where if like you're not as impatient as me, you can probably experience it better waiting a few months before, you know, while they have more stuff that kind of stocks up on there. But I think over the course of this year, uh, so by next, by November 2020, we'll be like, oh man, they had so much good stuff. Yeah, I'll throw in another 70 bucks for this. No problem. And I guess that's the real uh, determinant of how successful this thing is because in a year, I can go and watch all of those old shows that I'd be interested in. So it's going to really come down to the new stuff that's going to keep me signed up and make me want to renew for the next year. So we shall see. All right. So fellas, uh, we've been talking about uh, Disney plus and I want to do this one last time because I'm just so curious on your thoughts on this. So Martin Scorsese has not backed down at all on his diatribe against Marvel, not being cinema. And he's just still like, ah, get off my lawn. You crazy kids. And I have a question for you all. Now, maybe this is just me looking a little bit deeper. But one thing I noticed with the Marvel Flash comic book films, they tend to be pretty diverse. So they will have um, at least one black person in a prominent role. Uh, Maybe two if we're really like going nuts or crazy. Uh, Occasion will have a Latino, Asian guy. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was great. It kind of covered so many different uh, minorities in one movie. But I just kind of look like, yeah, that that is more, represent- more representative of movies I want to see. So like a Fast and Furious got a lot of got a lot of color. And I figured that would be another film that Scorsese would be like, yeah, nah, that's not my kind of that's not cinema. So I was just curious and I was like, well, let me look to see if. If there's a reason why I'm not as excited about seeing the Irishman, I mean, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna have that casino mob type feel, but I'm looking at the cast and I don't see color, like at all. I'm just looking through like the main list of people. There's uh, Dasha Palenka, and I guess she's from Orange Is the New Black, and her her uh, role in the film is nurse. She's the only character that I can see. And my quick scan through of color. And she didn't even have a name. So I'm just kind of like, 
do Oscar movies tend to traditionally not have a lot of color? Because I kind of feel like maybe we stumble into one like Moonlight. Maybe we get a, a Black Panther or if, if Beale Street could talk. But I'm just kind of wondering if there is anything to that you guys think where it's like, well, hey, these films are too pandering to all kinds of audiences where a serious film focuses on more of a certain demographic. I did not see Midway because I was not interested in watching a movie, a war movie, where it was just a bunch of white guys and triumph over the enemy. I'm not interested in seeing Ford versus Ferrari because the trailers had no color. And I understand, hey, there probably weren't a lot of black people around when this whole thing was going on. But I'm kind of also tired of seeing those same stories where it's just a convenient, hey, this story is more interesting. And I don't know. We're we're starting to get into Oscar season. And I'm finding myself less drawn to the typical Oscar bait films. What do you guys think? Honestly, I think I think I think everybody's just tired of seeing like the old white guy movies. It's like I mean, because like even when they were doing Midway, it's like think about like Pearl Harbor. I don't think people would have gone to see that as much if you didn't see Cuba Gooding Jr. in it. But when you see it's like, hey, we're advertising this is like we know black people fought in World War Two. It's like you can't come up with the there's no story you could say, oh, that there just weren't black people. Like no, like there is every war in this country has been fought. There's been there's been coloring. Like so, just so you're trying to make a movie where there's no color, it's just like is for a person of color, it's an instant turnoff. It's like so then going to the Irishman. It's like I think Javon said it a couple of weeks ago. We've seen that movie. It could be great, but we've seen the all white cast of mob bosses doing mob like things and. Then there's basically going to throw out the occasional N word because they, you know, that's how they thought of us. It's like we don't, we don't want to see that anymore. It's just like we have non-cinematic options that have people of color in it. We just, it's like, hey, you, you say cinema, we say boring as heck, drink with no black people. So I, I don't disagree with you on that. I'm like, and unless you say, you know. Once you decide, hey, I'm bored and the release of The Irishman is available now that you can watch this three hour and 30, 30 minute epic movie after you do your review for lousemoviefile.com, mm. I'm good. Javon, what do you think, man? Of, of the movies you named, right? And if we're talking about black audiences, right? Or minor, uh, minority audiences. Mm-hmm. We're tired. One, we're tired of seeing Anglo-centric films. I know I am because that's just not. There are other stories to tell. One, and we we got enough stories of of white people telling stories about white people, and this is not a racist thing. This is just we would like some inclusion, please. I'd like to see you know some. Uh, uh, faces of ethnicity, because for what it's worth, we're 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 in all walks of life. We got stories to tell too. We're we're a part of these stories as well, not just in the background, you know, to fill out a scene. Um, but when you these na- movies you named, none of them, none of their trailers struck me and made me say I have to see that movie. Not even the Irishman, because for one, 
like I, I said, said it again, I said it before, we've seen these stories. Um, and we're talking now, these three fine actors that if this were 30 years ago, 25 years ago, right. you'd have been stoked to see this movie. Yeah. But that's like hearing that your 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 favorite basketball team just picked up a, a, a Jason Kidd, Grant Hill, <laughs> and, and, and Chris Webber. I would have been stoked in, in 1997, yeah. But we're talking 2019. I, I just don't care. Yeah, that, that ship has sailed, you know. Um, Midway is another Pearl Harbor story that we don't need. <laughs> we just <laughs> we, we just don't need this. Uh, what, what spin are you going to put on the Pearl Harbor story that we haven't seen before? You know, uh, we just don't care. Ford versus Ferrari, it's, it's more the same. It's, it, it's, it, it's another one of these Oscar pandering movies. It's going to be a feel-good story. It's going to be some, 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 you know, a, a, a struggle for the Ford company to keep up with Ferrari. And, you know, although that sounds interesting, if you're a car buff and historian, if that's your thing, mm-hmm. you're going to go see it before the average person. You don't really care. I mean, I, that Formula One, that rate, whatever it was, hey, interesting. If you're if, if you if you're in the cars, and especially if you're into that particular, you know. But overall, there's just not enough there. I, I've rarely seen a car racing movie that wasn't completely stupid and over the top, like Cannonball Run or, 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 or Smokey and the Bandit, that I cared about. I didn't give a damn about Days of Thunder, really, you know. And like, what was the other one I could think of? Sylvester Stallone's Drive or Driven, whatever the hell that was called. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, I, car racing movies just don't get it for me, you know. And I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel like that. We put on a Fast and Furious. I'm there all day. <laughs> all day. All, <laughs> all day. day. I I don't know, man. I, it was I was watching this movie on Netflix. Uh, you know, it's like a teen rom com called Let It Snow, and it had a very diverse cast. It had a uh, Oh boy, Jacob Battalion from Spider-Man, the new series. Uh, it had Shameek Moore from Into the Spider-Verse who voiced Miles. And it had, and the, I guess you could say the main female lead, she was Latina. Um, then they also had, I don't know, man, it just had a lot of color. And I just felt like 10, 15 years ago, this cast easily would have been all white. And it would have been the same old, same old. But this this one, I mean, it was like there was nothing. It wasn't like old oh boy was Shameik Moore's character was like, yeah, dog, let me do this thing. I mean, there was nothing inherently black about how. I mean, he was totally. He could have been a white guy with no change per- of any dialogue. He was a person. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I was just like, you know what? This is how they should make more movies because. There's literally nothing here with any of these characters that identifies them with their uh, ethnic the ethnicity. Right. Yeah. Nothing. They were just regular people, regular teens trying to have a party. I was like, why can't this be more of the norm? And I love this about Netflix with their original films because they are they totally get it. It's not just white guy, white girl, white guy, white girl. It's like, hey, they'll throw in a little bit of everything. They had like a they had a lesbian chick, and she was into a Asian lesbian chick. So it was like, we've got diversity all over for you. And it so could have easily been a white cast, and it wasn't. And I was like, you know what? This is what I want to see more of with movies. So when I see this Ford versus Ferrari commercial, I'm like, ah, 
Please make it stop. I'm so good. I'm so, so good. I mean, you, you just hit on something right there, Jeff. Um, I think with Netflix, the streaming services, uh, with their original content, they're getting it. And they're allowing people to make, they're, they're allowing people to tell diverse stories with a cast that reflects more like what we see in our real day-to-day lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm so glad that the last few movies, original movies that I watched on either Netflix or, or Prime or, or shows that I watched on either platform, they haven't had that like stereotypical Indian guy that speaks in the exaggerated Indian accent. Yeah. Or the yo yo dog uh, brother that's just like <laughs> I'm, I'm just here to say something. Uh, I'm just here to to, to, to say something ethnic. I'll just be that black guy, right? Yeah, keeping it real, Keep, keeping it grimy, keeping it grimy, son. We don't yeah. need that. No, it is. It, it's so. It. I don't know, man. It's it's really cool to be able to watch and scroll through Netflix and see. I don't want to watch that movie with that black person. I don't want to watch that movie, but hey, I'll watch this movie with that black person. I don't have to be like, cool, the movie with a black person. Let me watch it. Ooh, the black thug love. Let me watch that. No, I'm good. Now, they do have some of those movies, but it's, it's just part of the package. It's not, uh, that's, I guess, your only movie. option. Right. I watched this terrible option. movie, Rattlesnake, and I was like, man, uh, Carmen and JoJo was the, was the star on that. She's great. The movie is terrible. But I was like, you know, remember we had to think like who who would make you watch the movie? I was like, yeah, I'll watch this cuz cuz she's in it. But gosh, the movie is mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? This is just cool cuz she was in it. She's got to be the star in it. And it was Netflix, a Netflix original, and there've been so many Netflix original films that I've watched over the last 2 years that I've reviewed because they have a non-traditional cast in the lead. Like, would you watch the one with uh, Kristen? If if the movie you watch, like uh, Undercover In or whatever the In movie, would you watch that if Christina Milian was not the lead? It's like, oh, okay, that's a reason you that's worth watching. Undercover In. What was the one where she was like? It was like the rom com where she won. She won. Oh, falling in love. Yeah. That was way off. I was like, yeah, are you I, trying to say the N-word? What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I don't remember. No, 1,000% no. That was another one where I was like, yeah, I'll watch this because Christina Milian is in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's to me, I think that's kind of where we need to see this stuff go. And, and The Mandalorian had Carl Weathers in it. Not that I was going to avoid watching the Star Wars thing because they didn't have any color. Because I feel like they always been good about that um but yeah i was i saw carl you know the early trailer it was like this is so cool watch the action jackson this star wars i don't know but that's my thing so um let's talk walking dead i'm still loving the show i am so happy angela king because i see this every time she's on there I'm so happy she's the showrunner. This thing is so much better. This last week, Negan seems like he's trying to get down with the whispers. I feel like maybe this is a twist we're going to have coming, but I'm very intrigued by this this merging of the two biggest villain entities in the entire series. Chief, what would you think of it? 
Oh, it was a good show. It was a good episode. Um, you know, uh, the Negan keeps the humorous. That's for sure. Um, did we talk the week that the week before when my man uh killed the two kids, the kid and the mother? No, we did not. Feel free. Yeah. So I mean, that episode there was. I mean, I just that episode there. I found like it was 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 pretty damn good. Um, and I think that's probably what he needed to go in and realize that there was probably innocent people uh, at the um, at the compound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, like the little, you know, like the little girl he likes and things like that. So I mean, ultimately, I think he's going to turn on them, but. Um, it was one of those things that, you know, I just, I did enjoy that episode there. And then this, like I said, this last episode, man, I thought it was funny. Uh, Beta was like, yeah, he was weak. And then my man comes through with the bat like, hey, where's my breakfast? So, uh, yeah, it was pretty, I, I thought, the, yeah, I thought the episode. And then Carol, man, she's becoming, um, I mean, she's just changing up, man. Um at this point, I don't think she cares about anything but the revenge. Like she, she's, I think she's willing to put everybody at risk to get, to get it. Because I mean, it's not like they're not going to notice one of their own gone. Um. Yeah, Carol's going super then, uh, Yeah, and then uh, everybody, and then you know, my man. My man came to, he was hiding in the bushes, and they offered the girl a bandage, right? Aaron, yeah. I know what he's but doing But the girl was one. there, the girl was there poisoning the water supply. <laughs> so. I don't think he understands like, that. Like, <laughs> I thought yeah, she so was just I'm killing looking... it because she didn't want the, the bodyguard escort, and that wasn't like, I'm trying to poison the water supply. She just. Yeah. Yeah, she's killing them in the water. So they they they're basically gonna die no matter what. So I'm watching it and I'm watching everybody get sick and I'm thinking, Well, where the hell is this guy? Like is he on his way back to be like, Hey, don't drink the water or like he he gave the badness, he disappeared. Because, like everybody's getting sick now from drinking the water and uh I'm like, and this dude just disappeared from the episode. I don't know. He's out there in the woods still handing out bandages. I don't know where the hell are you. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the one thing I did notice about, uh, uh, well, maybe not so much, but a little bit of this episode, but a little bit of every episode is they had like a skeleton crew working. Like, if you think about the Flash episode, like, the rest of them took the the day off. Like, uh, you guys only got to come to work one day this week. This is going to be Cisco by himself. Um, And then I watched like Supergirl or something, something else. And they had like half the crew missing. And I was like, damn, this is just like, I was like, where the hell is everybody? Like, they got a midweek vacation, you know, a mid-thing vacation. You're, you're jumping um, all ahead, man. 
Oh, did gonna, I? Yeah, we're gonna hit those CW shows in a second. <laughs> what okay. else do you think okay. about Walking okay. Dead? Well, 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 the thing about Walking Dead was I was uh, well, the reason why I tied in is because I'm like, okay, uh, a lot of people was missing from this episode. <laughs> like, so I was thinking to myself, well, you know, even if they didn't have a part, you usually see people like a lot of the main characters were were gone. So. You know what's yeah, interesting I mean, about I mean, that? I kind of noticed that too, because it felt like, okay. hey, there's no Michonne, there's no Ezekiel. Uh, the Whisperers killed off, what, like 10 people put their heads on the sticks? And it still feels like they have a million people still running around where we can't focus on everybody in one episode. And I guess with the communities, that's okay. But it does feel kind of weird where it's like, hey, uh, Ezekiel, what's up with that lump on your throat? Um, I guess we'll have to find out next week. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like they had the characters in for a minute, and then like they 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 just got a vacation or something. Like, yeah, listen, we just need you to shoot one day, and so that's that Walking Dead episode reminded me of the other two episodes. That's all. That the that, that the characters weren't like the main characters weren't really around these these this you know these these weeks. They they didn't come around. So. Like we need a vacation. I don't know. Right. That's why I was just like, where, where the hell is everybody? Jay King, yeah. what do you think about this episode? Well, I, I know. I feel like Negan's gonna. He's playing them. You know, <clears throat> Negan may have been a, a spike bat or a barbed wire bat wielding creep with a leather jacket that talk <laughs> like people don't talk. But you know, the thing about Negan is he had a cold. And he's he he he's a man of life, you know. These people are repressed monsters wearing the skin of the dead. They they they're weird. There's no way in the hell I think he would want to side up with them to be anything amongst that team, you know, other than the the guy that brought them down. I don't I don't think there's any allegiance there. He's playing them full scope. Um I other than that, I just want to know what the hell the three communities uh, or the two communities now. What, what's the end game here? Like, what what are we doing here? Are we preserving a peace against a group that is obviously starting war with you? Have you learned nothing? Like, you've been through this already. You're going to have to fight, and not for nothing. Why are we still doing a two communities thing? Like. <laughs> Why are we still, I mean, seriously, why are we wasting the resources and, and having to go through the dangerous trek between communities um, to have two communities? It, it just doesn't make sense. Just build a mega city in Alexandria and let that be that. I mean, what, what, what are we doing here? Um, Alpha's daughter, why, why, why is the preserve, preservation of her life so important? You know, take her to Alpha the Killer. Start it. If you're gonna start a war, start a war. Let's get it. You know, I, I just I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. You take the war to them, what are they really gonna do? They have a horde of walkers. Okay, we got a horde of people. Look, we're gonna come out of this one way or the other, but I'm not gonna cowtoe to some uh a uh, 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 bald woman that looks like uh Jim Norton. I'm just, just not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. Um, 
Other you than that, reckless. man. Hey, look at I look my 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 methodology would have lost less life than theirs. At least we'd have lost life fighting as opposed to just waiting for to be killed. And and like Chief said, what about the affable uh, club arm dope that's just out there passing out bandages, never to be seen again? What 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 what's your game? What's the game here? You know, I just I don't understand it. It's not that it's bad. You know, it's not that this is a bad show again. It's just I don't understand what our heroes are doing right now. I, I, I think you. their preservation of peace is kind of fruitless right now. Yeah. I, I agree. All right, Jace, what's your take on things? Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to pretty much close on with Javon. I, I think Negan is like, all right, you guys don't know how to win this war without Rick, so I'm going to show you how to win this war. Like, using my code, like, these guys are it scum. Is. They're all scum. They all should be dead. It's like, that's it. It's like, you guys trying to act, you mean, trying to have a peace treaty with a bunch of people who will never follow it it's like you just know you're just like hey these people are sick individuals and there's no mental health facilities in alexandria of the beach or wherever the heck i mean whatever of the hill it's like no you have to understand it's like these people have to go this is not you i mean and i understand there's a part of them that's probably like we need to show that as a society we are better than just going from war to war to war but it's been nine years again they they're still scarred from the, the negan wars it's like they they lost a lot from that then they they just wanted peace they wanted a generation to be born without war but it's like conflict is in our nature and with, I mean, with a, with a giant horde, it's like, you know, the easiest way, honestly, like, kind of, like, you lead them to the quarry and just burn the whole dang on quarry. I mean, you don't need to, I mean, with a horde of zombies, especially, like, the one, these aren't, like, Dawn of the Dead zombies. It's like, yeah, they'll come at you straight ahead completely, but it's like, you make a, a giant moat or some crap. I mean, you set enough traps, they're gone. They don't mean, you don't have to be super strategic. I mean, and then anybody who's avoiding a trap, hey, guess what? We just shoot them in the leg and have the zombies, you know, destroy them. So each each one of the whispers that gets taken out, they don't have that many people. They don't have that many bodies, the whispers. It's like, I mean, like even when Carol saw Alpha the first time, it's like, you know, if you just shoot her in the leg, she's going to make a sound. And then all that lovely horror will come and eat her. Or they're going to have to de- make defensive moves. I mean, eventually they're going to lose people. It's like they're, they're sneakier than they are, but all you have to do is you have the advantage of the actual numbers of people. Just use a little bit of intelligence, and you should be able to win. I, I, <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> I mean, you too gone to get good villains on the show again. I'm willing to let them. Oh, and I, I mean, that's, 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 that's the thing. It's like, I'm willing to let that play out because it is it's like if you you are kind of like if you're Michonne like this is the first war we might be fighting without Rick like Rick Red Rick when it was Alexander was going down he's the one who rallied us when we we the 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 great battle with the bridge it was it was Rick who took on the saviors and took on all those great 
you know, took a, took out a million zombies. Like, yeah, I get that. But somebody has to. I mean, that's you got to figure out. All right, we got we we need the next person to step up. Like, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, it's like somebody has to figure out who's who's going to be the next alpha of Alexandria Hilltop or the beach. Like. And you, and you know, Jeff, as 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 good as Alpha and and Beta are, as actors, I'll say this as actors, they're great, mm-hmm. right? Them as the baddies, I, I, you know, I you don't buy them, because no, because with little Jim Norton, I would have just pounded her head into the dirt. No, because she's she's frightening, because she Alpha is. Like, is Alpha is as frightening as an angry toddler. No, 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 no. You, you, you see, I, you would also, you also forget the PTSD that these folks would be feeling the fact that Alpha invaded their community, put on a wig, and nobody knew anybody, and literally got like twenty of their people. Well, that was an exposed. That was an exposure of who they had become, who what they had allowed themselves to become. I'm gonna oh. tell you this. If you give me Carol and Alpha in a room, Carol's coming out on top. Oh, yeah, you give me Michonne and, and Alpha in a room, Michonne is coming out on top. I'm, I'm giving me hey. Michonne, Michonne and Beta. I'm, I'm putting putting the numbers to Michonne. So, I mean, but somebody, huh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but if you you think they took their kids, it wasn't like they took a whole bunch of it. I mean, they did take adults, but they took their kids. And it's like, children. That, that, that's going to make them a little more hesitant to start an open war. Well, you know, this is the thing. Like you, like you said, without Red Rick, man, Red Rick, that is a declaration of war. Everybody has to die. Carl! Everyone has to die. Carl! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Rick was a patient man. I mean, it's like, I mean, even though we hated the, when it took him to get to the point where he knew the savers have to go, but it was like, mm-hmm. I'm willing to play this game until the numbers really stop working in our favor. We just need to build Alexandria up enough so when it's time, we can actually get rid of this dude. But now they, they don't have anybody. It's like, no, they, they got to leave that. here. Yeah, they don't have that. They yeah, really they do. don't have they got that. Carol. No, yeah, Carol, they're going to wait for anybody. She's, she, Carol is not a leader of men. Carol is just no, a, a woman of action. She's like, yeah. I took out Terminus by myself. I don't need y'all. True. So we'll we'll see. I look at the great baddie, and I hate to keep hopping on the governor, but the governor was a great baddie. He was. He absolutely he was. He really was. Who do you he think was the last? I don't even say Negan was a better bad guy. You know why? If Angela Kang had written Negan, it would be Negan. It would have been Negan. It would have been better, I think. It would have been better. Um, they just kept making Negan out to be this cartoon character. Yeah, and that's they not fixed what, that now. Yeah, they have. Yes, they have. Get under Gimple. Negan was a cartoon yeah. character. He was just a jackass in a leather jacket with a bat, <laughs> just coming up with quips. You know, just coming up with quips. Put on your shit and pants. Oh, oh, oh. It's like we don't need that out of him, dude. You got a fine actor here. Let him sink his teeth into his character yeah, and not write these terrible dialogues. Definitely him. done that now, so it's, yes, it's totally yeah. different. He's, it, he's it's, very much Negan was written the way they had Scott Gimple. He were, he was written like a comic book character. It's like, oh my gosh, can you die? Yeah, <laughs> it, that, 
Yeah, we could definitely see how that would have been different if Advantage of the King was on it. All right, so let, let's yeah. move fast here because Chief brought it up, and I want to tackle them real quick. Crisis is coming to the Arrowverse, and we're actually starting to see teasers, like a literal 15-second teaser of Crisis on Infinite Earth, which is less than a month away now. Um, every picture, every image I'm seeing has me more excited. I think they're done with the obvious casting announcements and reveals so far, but I expect a few more surprises when we actually get to Crisis. But Flash and Arrow are really on a good path now because they're focusing on Crisis. They're not, oh, shoot, we've got that big crossover next week. I guess we should mention something about it. They've devoted every episode so far this season to Crisis, which means that when it actually arrives, it's going to have far more importance than a typical, hey, everybody's here in the same room. Awesome. Only thing I don't like is that Mia is now in the current continuity of the major current Arrow timeline because I can't stand Mia's terrible acting and just awful attitude in general. But other than that, I'm really enjoying them. Chief, uh, you had some issues with the Cisco focus episode. I would also like to say I was very upset we did not get to see more of Iris and her vacation. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, it wasn't so much the episode of Cisco, man. Um, I was just, you know, it's 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 the Flash. So when he's not on there, uh, <laughs> you, you tend to notice. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's and true. He's there, what the first the first five minutes of the uh, episode? Not mm-hmm. even that really. He just came in. He was like, "Yo, we we headed out," and then um, pretty much he was Iris? gone. Did you did you see Iris? Right. Or just just you know, I'd have been out too. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I feel so, you because that was all the last season on on Flash. Hey, um, Nora, I'll be right back. Can you handle this situation? Oh, gee, Dad, I don't know, but um, I'll figure it out. Oh no, I do miss Nora. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nora, bring her back, Nora. Right. You know, we'll probably see her in crisis, so you know, hold out some hope, and maybe we'll have Kid Flash with a haircut. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, that's not going to happen. That's me going too far. Yep. You know no, he's not, not going to be in. He yeah, actually said he wasn't going to be in. Which is Christ. so odd. But, yeah. Well, maybe they re- maybe they should recast him if he doesn't want to show up for something like that. I mean, well, I mean, in Crisis would be the best time to recast anybody. It's like you yeah. could just say he's a Flash, kid Flash of another world. So, I mean, especially because... Crisis basically takes Barry Allen off the board. Spoilers! Oh, wait. I hate to say that. It's it's only been out for 30 years. I'm sorry. Hey, man. Some of us are revisiting Crisis. <laughs> uh, but I, I've not watched... I, I've kind of chilled out for press the pause button on watching Supergirl and Batwoman. What? Uh, can you help me? What have I missed on these shows? Lonnie Go. There's some serious silence. Hey, Chief, man, you watching Supergirl and Batwoman? I mean, you're supposed to be our correspondent uh, on this front. Well, I haven't watched. You know what? I've, I've DVR'd like six episodes of Batwoman. I haven't watched a single episode. Now, Supergirl, I did watch. Uh, so watching the uh, uh, this Luther 
practice. I mean, it was, if, if I recall now, if I recall, because we hadn't talked last year, if I recall, it kind of shows why she goes so hard in the paint when she's betrayed. <laughs> um, and we're talking about like this week, of, this, 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 you're talking about this week's episode? Or I guess it was, I can't remember if it was this week's last week. I mean, dude, <laughs> come on, man. I, this week was like the, life, the saga of her betrayal of all yeah, of the people but that, who that's betrayed what I'm her. So yeah. if, that's, if that's this week, then you know why she is going so hard against uh, um, Car and them. Because uh, people have been, you know, lying to her. But, you know, in, 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 I feel like some lies are, well, not even lies, but some things are not, you don't tell everybody everything all the time. So I don't, you know, she's mad that they didn't share, but I'm like, you are Luther. Like, they, you know what I mean? And eventually they did come clean. Well, like, wait a minute. But the thing is, like, they had her, like, helping out with all these little projects, all these secret things that Mr. 31st Century can't do somehow because whatever. So they invite yeah. her in all the DEO and all this other stuff, but then it's like, oh, yeah, you know Supergirl? Yeah, she, that's the chick you've been talking to. Huh, who knew? Yeah, but I, you know, it, it's it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, if I, I know you guys, and if one of you guys became a superhero or were a superhero or something, and you didn't tell me, I wouldn't be like, you know what? I needed to know this. I was like, oh, that's what's up. I was like, well, tell me the story. I feel like, what's really know, happening you know, is you are a superhero and you're trying to lay the groundwork for mm-hmm. why you haven't told us you're a hero. Well, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> it's, it's, better if, it's better if you don't know. Some things are just better. You know what I mean? I knew um, it. Plausible deniability. It just, you, you know, they can put you on a lie detector test. You don't know anything. And like I said, with this whole Lena Luther thing, you know, uh, it was a good episode. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you think about last week's episode with Lena Luther, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the rest of the cast wasn't in it. It was a Lena Luther episode. But that actually helped it. Well, I'm not saying, but I'm saying that they did a Flash joint where Flash wasn't in it. They did a Supergirl where Supergirl wasn't in it. They did a Walking Dead where the the main like you know some of the main characters wasn't in it. I'm just saying that they they did this thing where people weren't in it, um, but it was still a good episode. I found the episode was still a good episode. Um, it, 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 so in the end, you you find out why she's just this 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 wild beast. But um, I'm so I'm interested to see. Uh, what she's got cooked up. I mean, if she's, you know, she's she's going to get her revenge on the old girl. And I was wondering why she treated the old girl, you know, like she did that time when uh, she was like, it's my company to do it, you know. So now we know that she dogged her and she turned her boyfriend into, I don't know what the hell he was. Some kind of... Um, it- it's Leviathan used. Assassin? Yeah, Leviathan got pissed at uh, the girl for not killing the person. So, as payback, they changed her boyfriend into the assassin. But 
but who chased her? Was Alina involved in that? No, that was Leviathan. That was Leviathan, who is the slow-burning villain of this season. Because, you know, she, she's like, she, she seems like she's got her hands in a lot of different pots. She knows a lot about a lot with somebody who just turned evil. You know what I'm saying? So she's embraced his heel turn. No, 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 no. She's doing the straight Luther thing. I am not the villain here. I am trying to help the world uh, by okay. doing this, some questionable things. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, tomorrow if I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm evil now, but I know how to get on the dark web, and I know where the best guns, who's got the best guns in the city to buy from. You know what I mean? Like, how the hell would I know that all of a sudden? You know, mm, if I go out, if I go out the 37th of Eli, yeah, I can meet up with Donovan. He's got the best coke in the city. Like, how would I know that? Just waking up, like that's how Lena Luther is. She's 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 mixed up in a whole lot of things off top. And I'm like, damn, Lena, you just turned evil at the beginning of the scene. Are you just staying up late nights, just reaching out to people? I don't know. But she's, she, yeah, she's, she's at the top of most of these things here nowadays. <laughs> at least she didn't have to deal with a brainiac. Can someone please explain to me nope. Nope. how him and Supergirl hook up later on? That, that is not in this world. <laughs> that is, that, that's not in this world. Like that is an Earth. Understand. That is an Earth uh, where Kingdom Come Superman. Kingdom Come Superman is. That's the universe where Brainiac and so, Supergirl so look out. Brainiac, which when someone says Brainiac, would would you would assume that person is smart. So we have a Brainiac who is uh, unsmart, right? <laughs> this yes. is not smart at all. We have a Martian Manhunter. Who couldn't hunt down a a a, a rabbit in a room? Oh, Chief, um, how much did you like that fight season this week? Martian Manhunter. Man, I I hate every time Martian Manhunter they they have a fight. Sometimes I think they should just make him run. <laughs> like it would be better if he just ran away because he's going to get beat. Like, he doesn't win any fights. He never wins. Like, Martian Manhunter against somebody, that person gets away. Okay. You know, it's, after, it's even more funny because he is fighting. Martian Manhunter is fighting a human who can kind of blend in with shadows. Martian Manhunter. <laughs> He's got Martian can, vision. Martian Manhunter could do everything almost that Superman slash Supergirl can do. But he magically gets punished. And thrown in the cell by a human who could just turn into shadows. They punked him out from day I, one. It, it, just, it doesn't make sense, man. What, like, like they just, they're not aware of the powers of the people they write for. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and like they're said, aware of Supergirl's power. Everybody no, they're else not, is... dude. The grass healed Supergirl last season. Don't ever forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the grass, not, not the sun came out. It was nighttime when she died. <laughs> and the grass was like, no, Supergirl, you cannot die. And the grass came and healed. I've been, I, dude, I laid in the grass for several months after that to see if I felt better. And I still hurt. So there's no grass. I don't know where the grass thing is coming from. The blue star, which is supposed to make Supergirl even more powerful <laughs> than what she is. Like, they're not reading. They are clearly 
not reading. They were actually brainiacing the comic book. Because <laughs> they had no idea what the hell's going on. Maybe they need to check out the DC Universe app. Read some Supergirl episodes. Well, yeah, maybe. They, they, they can only read one comic a week. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this. I mean, you know, like I said, it wasn't a bad episode last week, even without the rest of the crew. But, yeah, I, I just wish they would just do, like I said, man, they just, they need to, 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 to make man, Roger Manhunter needs to, I don't know, he needs something, man. He needs to, he needs to win. All right. His okay. brother, okay. his brother, look, his brother who was locked up all of his life comes down and beats him. How the hell are you not using your powers for all your life and then you get out and then you're beating the hell out of somebody who's been using their powers? Uh, yeah, so we 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 gotta figure these things out, man. We gotta see what's going on here. I hope this this crisis kills everybody. <laughs> I can free I can free my Sunday and Tuesday nights up. <laughs> All right, let me go real fast here. Um. One of my friends on Facebook posted, I'm sure this is something that's been all over. One got to go and all their work and their affiliates. It's four of them. Number one, Outcast. Number two, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Number three, NWA. And four, Wu-Tang Clan. I'm going to hear from you in a second. Which one's got to go? Uh, repeat, please. All right. Outcast. Bone Thugs and Harmony, NWA, and Wu Tang Clan. That means you can't listen to any of their music in any of their spinoff acts. Bone Thugs and Harmony. All right. Uh, Jace. Okay, I'm probably gonna agree. Yeah, because I, I at least have Outkast albums versus Bone Thugs. I had to double CD, and that was it. So I think I gotta go with Outkast. I mean, I I gotta go with uh. Bones gotta leave the group. All right, Chief. How about you? I said your friend gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) The the unknown answer E. Oh, damn it! If I had to get rid of one, Chief. I guess it would be between uh, Bone and Wu Tang, but oh, that's a lot of ass. And the only reason, and the only reason why I say Wu Tang because their first was it the first album. The first album was the like, like was 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 fire. Mm-hmm. But the, my complaint about Wu Tang and always will be my complaint, and I'm from New York. Is that these cats make up words? <laughs> and they and no one, no one can tell me they don't. They don't make up words. Oh man, she had a fitty with her smitty. I was just giddy, and I was like, "What? What? Well, fitty with her smitty? What the hell is that?" So yeah, they do cats make up words. Now bone thugs, you just can't understand that word. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
But that 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 busy bone sure is melodic. Mm. Yeah. Um. Cream. <laughs> I mean versus cream ice cream. Um. You lose all of all of Raekwon first. Yeah. All, only all the Jizza. Cuban links. Yeah. And Jizza. Uh, yeah. Liquid swords. Liquid yeah. swords to cow. I'm okay with losing like, to cow except for Rita to pay. A couple know. others. To cow had like two or three. Yeah. PLO style. Yeah. I gotta give it. It's like three or four songs. Liquid swords and only That's a classic. Links. That's all the way through. All the way yeah, through. you just play through. Just play and let it go. Only good for Cuban Lynx is also on that. Yeah, just let it play. Yeah, but see, that's them. That's them is separate. Like, but that counts. That's, 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 that's what's part of it. Like, NWA would be, you couldn't listen to Eminem. You couldn't listen to Ice Cube. Yeah, you couldn't E-O-C. listen to Dr. Dre. You couldn't listen to Snoop. I mean, NWA is untouchable on that list. Like, that's just hit So are you giving so, 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 okay. So, all right. So if, if that's how we're going, because... Bone didn't really like they did the individual joints, but it wasn't. So I'll get rid of Bone then if that's if you're counting their works, even has individuals in there. Yeah. Then you gotta you gotta get rid of Bone because together I'm they were they were a monster, and then a solo not so much. I'm gonna go Super Rogue and say Outcast because Bone did did songs with Tupac and Big. Okay. Outcast. Outcast. Who's there? I'm really, I know everybody has to, you know, every card carrying black dude loves Outcast, but I've always been like, eh. I mean, I like their I'm stuff, out, yeah. but it's I'm not out. like, I know, I know, I know. I'm just. I'm out, man. This is my last night on the cast, y'all. <laughs> 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 it's been good, man. Every so often, I have to just throw in some unpopular thing, and that, that's just my unpopular thing. Listen. If she was listening to like She Lives in My Lap, it's like that double C D was not the greatest thing that everybody acted out like. But She Lives in My Lap, uh Big Boys kinda like his good ones, like Outcast and like the Southern Play illicit Cal uh Cal Fry's music, uh I mean their stuff is better it's like, for their stuff is better than the stuff you your hear on the radio. And your cousin yeah. Too. I didn't Rolling say they the didn't have songs that I liked that were good. I'm just saying, if I had to, the Tupac and Big songs. I mean, she's notorious. Thugs, Thug Love, First of the Month. I mean, those. I want to think about. I want you to remember this and then talk to early '90s Jeff when he heard First of the Month. That's because that was the only song the radio could play. Now, as a working dude, I understand that song and the pain of waiting till the first of the month to cash that check and come on. Now, also, I think it's because you hear the quality of music today in your life. Gosh, well, I absolutely. Far more. I remember the first time I heard For the Love of Money. For the Love exactly. of Money. Hey, dude. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. What's the joint on um, Set It Off? Days of Our Lives. Oh, yeah. Man. I just have I a few more. I, I, I could have missed that one. Break, break, break. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I could have missed the Herb Alba sample, uh, sample from Set It Off. One of their most <laughs> underrated jokes was um, It's an everyday thing, and that's your nuts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That was off that uh, album with uh, 
Uh, that was, the, was the show. The show. The show soundtrack. Yeah, the show soundtrack. Yeah, dude, that was a good soundtrack. Big had a hell yes, of a it was. Yeah, he did. Oh. All right, so that was good. Yeah. That was a little bit better than I thought. All right, let, let's go into this now as we wind this episode down because I have a choice. I'm very curious if you all have any nominees for Dummies of the Week. I have a big one. If you'd like, I can start off. Please. Go ahead. Mine is whoever is responsible at People Magazine for naming John Legend America's Most Sexiest Man or the Sexiest Man Alive. This is patently untrue. This is false. The only person voting was Christy Teigen. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, who's your sexiest guy alive? Uh, probably me. <laughs> I was like, dude, how have you? You guys don't watch The Voice, right? I mean, I, I'm safe in that assumption. Jeff, last year uh, Blake Shelton was number one, right? He I was. Keep my testicles I mean, with me. Oh, man, G. All right, so that that's my nominee for Dummy of the Week. The the fine folks at People Magazine for nominating John Legend. Anybody got any other options here? I'm. I think I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with this whole Popeye chicken extravaganza. Like, dude, you're going to have to carry your your gun in a Popeye chicken nowadays, dude. Like, this this past week, I've seen a dude. You saw the dude body slam old girl? Like, no, dude. No, no. Listen, man. I, listen. I get being a black person and hearing somebody call you a nigger is not what you want. I mean, especially if they hard, they hard are it. You know what I mean? That that Tony that that Tony Tiger that uh, makes it even worse. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you really spitting that venom at me when you hard are it. But even so, even if you call me that, I it doesn't affect me to the point where I am going to lose my job over it or and or punch you in your face over it. Now, if you like, you nigger, and you grab me, that's now we're talking about a whole different story. You put your hands on me. But just saying words to me has never affected me. You can't hurt me with your words. Now, he was in the restaurant. Something happened. Some white lady called him a nigga. You know what I mean? At that point in time, you'd be like, you know what, ma'am? I refuse to serve you. Have a nice day. You could have done that. Instead, he follows her out into the parking lot, picks her up, (laughs) slams her on her head. Now... (laughs) I'm like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Nothing. Let's take let's 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 hey, go well, further. She's, she's let's not go. gonna call him that again. Well, no, she's not gonna call him that again. But now he has ruined the rest of his life because she's gonna sue him for everything he's got. She's gonna sue that Popeyes. So she's come up after she finishes with her injuries, and he's gonna do some time for for that. So you lost. No, and, man. And, he's just gonna say he stood his ground. No. So, you can't slam the white woman 
on no concrete ground, nowhere in America still. <laughs> so then earlier in the week, there was this other dude in there. And he's like, you niggas. <laughs> and then Popeyes is it was a white dude, so he's like, you niggas. And then Hatch is like, so he's walking out the store. He's like, get out of my way, nigger. And so the next time you see him, he's out in front of the Popeyes getting his ass whooped and robbed of his chicken sandwich. Kind of feel like that's and what I'm he like, had he, coming. He, he's well, not just yeah. getting his ass whooped. He's on the ground profusely apologizing. It's like It was like Diddy when he said, look, I got kookaroos. I'm straight. Y'all ain't got no kookaroos. He ain't had no right. chicken sandwiches when he was on the ground yelling for his apologies. Yelling his apologies out. Now you got no now, chicken sandwiches. Ain't you getting your ass whooped. There's been several more instances. I saw uh, like, like there's been several more instances. Like I'm like they've been going crazy in that joint, yo. They are wilding. Um, they like that sandwiches. And, they love that that chicken from Popeyes. No, but this is my. I still haven't had the chicken sandwich. So, and and to be honest with you, at this point in time of my life, I don't even want it because I, want this. I don't want something. I don't want something that makes you that crazy over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like the first time I heard, you know how when like drugs come out, and the first mm-hmm. time I heard about. You know, the first time I heard, you know, when I understood crack, and I knew that crack made another dude service another dude in order to get more of it, I knew I was never going to try it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's something, like, that I don't need. No, so, totally. You know what I'm saying? So Anything if, that makes people if, bug out like that, I don't want it. Exactly. So if the chicken sandwich makes you crazy, I don't need to have it. I'm not interested in your chicken sandwich. I'm not interested in something that's going to make me go crazy in order to have some more. I don't deal with women like that. You know what I mean? First of all, the dude be like, man, it should be the best you ever had. No, thank you. Because I'm not going to go crazy over it. If I can't walk away from something, I don't want it. In 30 seconds or less, right? Yes, sir. It's 60 seconds or less. Going to 60 seconds. I'm Nick Cage. <laughs> so You're not going to be Al Pacino. No, uh, Robert De Niro. Right, I'm not going to be uh, Sam, Sam Rothstone. Sam Rothstein. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not going to put no ginger on me. Um, <laughs> and so this, 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 this chicken thing is crazy, dude. I mean, the two dudes, the dude cuts in line. Um, they go outside. So they do cuss in line. They're like, yeah, man, you cut in front of me. Well, let's go outside and talk about it. Well, let's go outside then. Well, you know, take this knife, take this blade. Um, it's just too many. Like, pop, like, yo, like, what is Popeye's doing PR-wise? You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, who the hell wants to go on a Popeye's now? Like, hey, man, you just go to the drive-thru. Keep your head dude, on the swivel. You them Have you seen the drive-thru lines? Nah, dude. Nah. I'm not, I'm not doing you, you I had. I actually you? got a chicken. It was pretty decent. You, you but I'm not doing any lines for a chicken sandwich. They're, they're waiting upwards of an hour to get a chicken sandwich. It's not happening. Now, imagine waiting in that line. You get up to the thing, and they're like, there's no more chicken sandwiches. Like, you know, people are bugging out. So, yeah. So, the, the, my dummy of the week. Is definitely <laughs> this whole Popeye saga. 
I've never seen anything like it, man. I've never seen like like people go crazy over chicken. White and blacks alike. This is not just black people going crazy over chicken. You know what I mean? This is yo. It's this it's wild. So yeah. Hey man, that's a solid choice. <laughs> All right, Jay King, what you got? Um, I got two. Um, being that we on this chicken sandwich, I got one more caveat to this chicken sandwich thing. The people who, and I think this was Virginia, who were recording the Popeyes workers making the chicken sandwiches on a uh, on large trash cookie can. sheet or whatever over the trash can. Um, I say, look, when you pay five dollars for your food, I, I, I don't expect. Wolfgang Puck could be back there making anything. It's like, look, they're making in under four minutes something that it would take you an hour to make in your own ch- in your own kitchen. If they're not making this on the floor, you should be happy. It, it, you know, I don't expect much with fast food. I've worked fast food. I don't expect much. You don't want to know what goes on behind the, the the curtain. You really don't. Just enjoy your stupid sandwich and shut up about it. Fellas, I think that's going to do it for us on this one. We are going to be back next week better than ever. We're going to break down the winter preview of all of these so-called Oscar contenders to see where they stand and to see if you guys are interested in watching any of them. So keep that in mind for next week. We'll wrap it up and we will chop it up. That is it for this episode. Thank you guys for joining me as always. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.